0: On the 117th episode of Fantasy Lens, we're on to part two of our Marvel Cinematic Universe series. In this episode, we finish up with phase one, move on to phase two, and give our own movie scores for each of the movies we've discussed so far. Let's start the show!
1: Welcome to Fantasy Lens, home of the back-to-back amateur fantasy podcast league champions. And we also have back-to-back Marvel episodes as we move on to, I guess, the second stage of the Marvel movies. Got some sequels, some new Avengers coming in. And we have uh Captain America, Avengers, uh what, Iron Man 3, which mm-hmm. was disappointing and I did not like at all. And then Thor The Dark World, which was... A little bit better than I remembered, actually.
0: Wow, uh, I think we have some debate about this, but yeah. So this is Phase One going into Phase Two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is uh, which is exciting, knowing that you know they started moving outward and just kept expanding. So it's quite, ex- it was quite exciting time, even though
1: some of the movies weren't that good. <laughs> What's the delineation between Phase One and Phase Two? Avengers. Okay.
2: And Phase Three is after Ultron.
0: Uh, yes, I believe so. It basically seems like most, um, I believe the phases were through Avengers. Although, phase three goes all the way up to, I believe, Endgame. So you had an Avengers movie, then a second, then another movie, and then, uh, and, uh, and then actually two movies, then Endgame, and then phase four starts with, uh, Spider-Man, I believe.
2: So phase three is the tits.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Phase three is is where you get your. Although phase two, no, well, phase two has some (laughs) amazing movies too. Which next episode is gonna be amazing with Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Yeah, that's true. It it um, it shoots fifty fifty, but the two there's two bad ones, but the two good ones are so good.
0: Oh man, next week's gonna be so amazing. I mean, because I guess it goes
2: two for three because Ultron's pretty shitty too. But the yeah. two make up for it, the, the, the bad three
0: ones. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, yeah. Let's and, go um,
2: Captain America.
0: Well, yeah. do you want to get into the any quest, that question first, the best internal yeah, so trilogy? We
1: got a couple of viewer questions. People pumped. Um, and since we're starting a new trilogy, finishing a trilogy, and in the middle of a trilogy, what is your favorite internal Marvel trilogy? Captain America with this one, uh, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Iron Man, or Thor?
2: It's really an unfair question.
1: Mm, all right. Well, why is that? Because
2: <laughs> Captain America Civil War is an Avengers movie. But it's focused on Captain America. But it's America. in Captain America. It's focused Captain on America, him, though. It's, it's, it's really focused on Captain America. I, I think that could be a Captain America and Iron Man movie. I don't think, like... Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's equally theirs.
0: It's
1: also just a really good movie, like, anyways, like... But even even if you take out
0: Civil War, right, and you still have, I think, the first Avenger and Winter Soldier, I think those two are collectively better than any of the other two of the other two series. So... I disagree. Iron Man 1 is awesome, right? But two and three... Maybe I don't disagree. Two and three fall flat... (laughs) And then Thor Ragnarok's awesome, but 1 and 2 sort of fall flat. Right?
2: Okay, oh. so this is what I'm this is where I'm going with it. Oh, this is tough cuz the tops are so Okay, so if we're just going by the titles, yes, um Captain America wins because it has Civil War and it has um Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. But if you only take if you Knock off Civil War. If you only take two and you can't pick Civil War. So I guess this is what we're going with it. So it'd be Thor 1 and Ragnarok. And Civil War and Captain America. I mean, then, um, Winter the, Soldier and, and for, the First, first Avenger. Avenger. And Iron Man 1 and 2. That's really tough. Because I think Ragnarok's the best movie of the three. And Iron Man 1 and Winter Soldier are so close. But, but it's,
0: the sec- it's a second like it movie. Either. It's the second movie. I guess movie. Iron
2: Man two is my second is my favorite after this. Really,
0: over the first Captain America?
2: I think so. Ooh, I
0: I disagree with that. But then again, again, you're, you're, it's all opinion, so. Yeah,
2: but I mean, Captain America <laughs> wins if we're going with all three. If not, then yeah. I guess I go
0: Iron Man. <laughs> it's it's close. it's definitely tough, and like you said. The best of those, like of each of those series, are amazing. You know,
1: like yeah. I mean, if we're going into our uh, top five discussion again, I think there's one movie from each of these that are in my top five or like honorable mention in the top five, like just outside of it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. I don't, I don't
1: disagree. I mean, uh, I can't pick, I can't pick Thor just because the first two movies were. Underwhelming.
2: I agree with you. Um, yeah, if we're going top five, Captain America either has the fifth and seventh place for me, or the fifth and sixth. Mm. Um, or the sixth and seventh. I, get my, <laughs> I know my top four. So between five and, and seven. <laughs> yeah, I know my top four, and then five, six, seven, it always changes. So, so my top four would be, um, Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the, Previous Avengers and Iron Man. I'm not and even. Then,
0: ugh, I can't even do this yet.
2: <laughs> Winter Soldier, Civil War, and Black Panther rotate between five and seven for me.
0: I'm not giving any definitive rankings to until our last Marvel uh, episode because I just. I know I'm going to keep going back and forth. So. <laughs> okay. I'm just. No no point I mean, in me doing, doing it until going we get. back there. and forth after, anyways. Oh, yeah. All but, right.
2: So I hope that answers your question, question asker.
0: I think it does. If it doesn't, then too bad for you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Alright, so Anthony, do you want to give a quick backstory, like comic book backstory and quick summary of Captain America?
0: Oh yeah, fun. I mean, fun fact, Captain America was uh, created around, you know, World War II times. Um, uh, the first, uh, his comic is actually seen in the movie of him punching Hitler. Uh, yeah. given so that's which is a, you know, a cool callback to actual, his actual comic. Um, mm-hmm. but it's basically about a, a kid from Brooklyn who goes into the super soldier program uh, because he wants to fight in the war and, you know, gets, you know, ends up get in, in the movie, gets the super soldier serum, becomes really strong, um, goes to, he tries to go to battle, but they use him as like a, not really as a soldier, is like a, basically like propaganda. a propaganda, yeah, exactly. Bail bond seller. Um, Red Skull, who is the leader of Hydra, who works for, technically works within the Nazi regime for Hitler, but believes that Hitler is too short sighted and basically just creates his whole Hydro program outside. He's trying to take over, um basically take over the world. And Captain America. I didn't
1: know that Schmidt was Schmidt? I thought Schmidt. Schmidt was like born that way.
0: No, he was also in the Super Soldiers uh program, but uh I guess I forgot that. It did not take the way the same way because of his, you know it's it's 'Cause he's evil and it doesn't work the way, that way. So that's why he ended up like having the whole skin issue. Sort of the way of uh Blonsky with Abomination. Obviously Abomination was much uh you know. He had some light X on his head. So yeah, it's a little there's, little there's bit different. always
2: a lot. Throughout superhero lore, there's a lot of um bad guys who have tried the formula of the superhero and either wrong. their impurity or just like uh, them rushing it. Turns that, them they, into freaks.
0: Yeah. So that's basically what happens. And yeah, so he basically, uh, Captain America is trying to, f- uh, foil Hydra because they are going after the Tesseract, which is like all powerful, creates these weapons of like, you know, it's basically alien technology, uh, call it, you know, creating, you know, super soldier weapons. So that's basically what the, the story's about.
2: We- we could also call this the bracket of the tesseract if we really wanted to. Super important in almost all of these movies. Mhm. Oh, like yes. this is pretty much you you get the bracket of the tesseract and then it becomes the time stone and then you just you just don't hear tesseract again because it's just the time stone. But yeah. But it's very important in in the four movies we're talking about which are We do I I don't I feel like we didn't announce the lineup. Oh, we did. We did. It. Oh, okay, sorry. He did Um <laughs> I th- I think Captain America was solid, but I... I think it spans too much story, too much like uh there's just too much going on. Um I feel like it, it was like a a montage movie. And I think if they redid it to the principles of the last few mm-hmm. uh Marvel movies. It could have been really, really good. I mean, I but it. But some people love this movie. I
0: enjoy so it. So I can't- I- I definitely enjoyed it. One, I mean, it was- I mean, it was, it was just Captain America. I mean, it was- it was just like, I don't know. The, Chris- Chris Evans embodies Steve Rogers, that like good, wholesome, like, natured person who's just trying to be, you know, good and help everyone. And I understand that like, it was like a means to the Avengers movie. Like, it was all like, the test rack leading up. Basically, it was like a- it, it was a Captain America story, but they were just leading to the Avengers. Like, that's what this was all about. You know, like even the end of the movie with the post grad scenes and all that, like it was leading to the Avengers.
2: That so. I mean, then that was my problem with, with this movie where I just, I think if they focus more on the introduction of like, I don't know. I'll, I, I just said it before. It's It was very montage for me where it just felt like, uh, like you said, it's, more of a story than character telling where uh captain america is really awesome and a really good character i think they could have done better
0: i don't know i i mean they were i like i like this uh the beginnings of the movie before he has a super soldier serum like it, i think that really embodied steve rogers like they really hit hard like with that like He wants to be in the military. He can't be in the military. His best friend Bucky's going to the military, and then he, you know, he keeps changing his name and where he's from, or just to get a chance to get into the infantry. And, you know, finally, you know, he, Stanley Tucci. Um, by the way, took that role because he always wanted to do a German accent in a movie, and this allowed him to do it. Uh, he has great. He has yeah. great accents. So he always wanted to do that. So that he oh, Stanley to, Tucci. that's why he did he, took that I'm,
2: part. I'm a big
1: I, Stanley fan. I
2: hated him all throughout my childhood because of, um, because of uh, Beethoven. But you know, once you get <laughs> oh, older shit, and you realize, wow. yeah, the once you realize Beethoven is just a movie, <laughs> you don't you you realize that Stanley Tucci is a good actor. Oh, I love Stanley. But when Tucci. you're a kid, you hate him for. Uh, his dog hating ways.
0: I love Stanley Tucci. Such a good actor. But yeah, so he took that part to do the German accent. and uh, But just that, like, leading up to that and, like, you know, everything up to the Super Soldier Serum was, like, awesome. Like, I just loved it. I don't know. I just For loved sure. It. It I think
2: this is a really good comic book, uh, like, heavy comic book fan movie mm. where if you just want to see all the things that you've Loved in the comics, like this one, this one hits pretty well. Um, I just, ne- I never, I, I'll be honest, I never read too much Captain America, so <laughs> maybe that's where it is. One of my, me. I don't
0: know. One of my first Captain America books I ever bought and read back in like the 90s was, uh, I wasn't even the whole, uh, I don't even know if it was more than one episode, but, uh, one, episode, one issue, but he turns into a fucking werewolf. And he was called Cap Wolf. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. And, Of course, that's part of the nineties when everything is just ridiculous. But like, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a great comic book uh, tradition to make your super, have a couple issues with your superhero being part animal.
0: Cool. Yep. Oh yeah. That happens in plenty of superheroes. But that was one of my, probably my first Captain America movies uh, issues I've ever bought. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I didn't read a lot of Captain America either. But um I don't know, I just, I always loved this this whole Steve Rogers story, you know, that he was always a kid from Brooklyn, and I guess that brings. I like it because I'm a kid from Brooklyn.
1: So yeah. and you're and you're really skinny. And, um, yeah, yeah I'm not you're tiny a real though. Thin kid from Brooklyn. I'm no. not. <laughs> and so I, you, maybe know what,
2: you wanted to dive on a grenade.
0: Well, maybe you know what? Maybe it does sort of ring true because my brother. Was always much bigger than me and always helped me out, and that's sort of like the Bucky character in the beginning. So yeah, so maybe maybe there are a lot more parallels than I uh than I really you know thought of consciously.
1: Right, so I'm glad we got to the bottom of, of your childhood, uh, <laughs> thinkings.
2: <laughs> now you just need some super serum. Oh, um, I wish. What do you guys? I want to go to the other side of this and mm-hmm. talk about Red Skull. Um, I think just his visuals make him an awesome villain in comics yeah and i i hope we see more of him seeing how his he's still up in the air Mm -hmm. we don't know like he's in the last avengers for a little bit and um possibly he didn't get snapped maybe he fulfilled his purgatory destiny when thanos got um one of the stones, and maybe they bring him back in the future?
0: Well, I movie? mean, I believe, I mean, not getting, I mean, well, I, just, I feel like we'll talk about Infinity War down the road, but yes, Red Skull was stuck in the Soul Stone, correct? Or that area. Um, yeah. and so I yeah, think- he was that like
2: the harbinger of that area. So
0: I think that actually, um, keeps him safe from the snap. And I think that maybe after all that said and done, he was allowed to maybe leave? But either way, I think they should definitely have the Red Skull. Yugo Weaving won't do it anymore. Um, we talked about this before, that the guy who plays Eren from The Walking Dead uh, was the one who did the Red Skull in Infinity War, because he's amazing at, um, like, you know, voices. So I would love to see him. I, I think he's a great great villain. Uh, he's very intelligent. He could work really well with, like, a Doctor Doom type you know, going forward, but I would really love to see Red Skull. I thought he was great in this movie, and I did like Hugo Weaving because he's just a great actor in general. It just sucks he won't be back
1: to yeah. do it. The one thing I didn't like is his. He said "schedule" a couple times, and he said it in the most like, like far-fetched, like uh, I don't know, like far, like farcical German. It, parcical German accent. It was like schedule. I was like, oh well. Yeah, I,
2: schedule, gosh. man. That... That's oh, how you say I love it. when people say schedule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so... See,
2: we're offices on this. Big fan of schedule. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh what did you guys think about uh Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter?
1: Ah, she was she was good. You know, the typical no nonsense girl character, the like the only girl character who has to be Act tougher than the guys because she's the only girl in this entire movie, basically. I mean, I thought she was. I mean, I thought she was great, and going. They they did a spin off just off that.
0: Well, not just off this. uh, It's because you know, like when when the movies came out on DVD, they were doing like Marvel one shots, and they had a Peggy Carter one shot, and that.
1: What what does that even mean?
0: It's like a like a short like four minute like like clip. Um, and we'll talk about it after Iron Man 3 as well. Um, of her, like, doing, like, this, like, you know, mission. And it was, uh, awesome. And that was the reason why they ended up giving her Peggy Carter a TV show, which I also enjoyed the first season a lot. Um, didn't
2: know that was a TV show.
0: Yeah. First season of Peggy Carter. Really, really good. Um, if you want to watch, a like, a, I think it's like eight episodes. So it's really short. So you don't, doesn't take a lot of uh, time to invest. I really try good.
2: not to delve into the, TV show breakoffs because then it's just too much work. I mean, I did the, I did the Netflix ones, but this they were the, so hit and miss. Revision this- is history on the Netflix ones, by the way, because they started out so strong, people forget how shitty they got.
1: Yeah, I know. But yeah, this- also R.I.P. They just canceled them because yeah. Disney Disney's uh taking it under their own conglomeration, and they cannot. These
0: characters can no longer be used for two years, so they're gonna have to wait to use Punisher, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage for two years. Um, that's fine. Yeah, of course it's fine. I uh, I enjoy Punisher though.
1: But I would say I really
2: did enjoy Punisher, but it should have just been you know, the first two episodes of the second season were so phenomenal that it should have just been the Punisher in the Midwest reaping hell. Like we didn't need to come back to New York or Uh, Yeah, I
0: definitely slowed down in that middle part. I agree. They should have took him out of New York for good. Like, you don't need everything to be set in New York City.
2: I know, get... right? Everything is in New York City. Like I was, <laughs> Netflix ones.
1: That was actually one of that uh, was actually one of my, my notes from Avengers. Um, um, but uh, but
0: anyway, if you get a chance, eight episodes, Peggy Carter, season one, really really good. Um, right. It just you know it just it, it was, I just really enjoy Haley Atwell. She was great in that movie and she
1: was great in the series. Shall we? Shall we what?
2: Go to the next one? Oh,
1: um, um, wait, well, I, got, I have I a couple, couple notes. Yeah, I got a couple. Or things. just things I found funny. Uh, or questions. What are Vita rays? Is that just like a thing they made up just to like show how much power they're pumping into him? No, that's that an actual just, that's, I mean, that's a comic book from the comics. Oh, okay. Uh, and then okay. also, uh, I like how the, uh, the Hydra salute it's just a double Nazi salute because they're <laughs> twice as bad as the Nazis. Oh yeah, they actually yeah they were. Was, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I can't think of something like. Can't think of something cooler. That is cooler. That is it. Yeah. Double Nazis. <laughs> I mean, that I means you're,
0: cool, I mean, you're double Nazis. bad.
2: <laughs> That's bad, man. You know how do you get worse than double Nazi.
0: Yeah, cool. I have. You have anything else? Because I have a couple
1: things. Um. Oh, well I have a question about the Tesseract, but I guess we can kinda of do that into our into our next thing.
0: Alright. Uh I like so the guy who worked alongside Red Skull, Arminzola. Really cool. Yeah. The first time you actually ever see him is um they very show very him... cheesy name, by the way. But that's his comic book name. That's who he is. That's, that's his character. Right
2: it's very close to Gorgonzola. Not the... <laughs> so he's cheesy. Cheesy in that it. sense.
0: So the first time you see him is like they show his face close up in like a like a screen. Like a like a like a the Magnifier, and like that's more relatable to his actual character in the comics. Uh, I really that. like that. Like, you know, it's a little Easter egg. And then I lost the, the Howling Commandos when he um, breaks them out of the prison. Uh, and then they work with him with Bucky Barnes and everything. Howling Commandos were really cool. They were brought into the comics, I think, into the 60s or 70s, and they were with, like Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. So I really like that. And they were actually in an episode of Peggy Carter, I think season. Two maybe? Or maybe it was season one. But uh I really would like to see more of them because the guy who plays Dum Dum Dugan uh is fucking awesome. And i, I would have loved uh, to, I would have loved to see more of that. Which one was that? Um the guy with the hat, the bolt, like the bolo hat. What's his name?
1: Oh, the uh, the crazy eyes guy is from uh Banda Brothers.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the Asian guy, um, fun fact, um hmm. from the Howling Commandos in that movie. Is also, oh my
2: God! It looks like a wolf. Yeah, is, yeah.
0: Is, he's also in <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming, but it's not him. It's actually his distant relative who plays the principal in Tom Holland's school. So, random. You really
2: facts. you did you did the wiki well? No, no, no. I
0: just I, I watched so many videos over so many years that I just find out all this random bullshit. Um, I, I loved Captain America too. I thought it was great in in general, and I love Sebastian Stan as. Bucky Barnes, who also... Um, should we give 1 to 10 ratings on these? Or
2: our Rotten Tomato ratings?
0: We Oh, absolutely. If you want to do that. We forgot
2: but. last time. We didn't do this last time, but should we start?
0: Yeah, that's oh, yeah. fine. Um, yeah. But Bucky, Bar- uh, Sebastian Stan actually um, auditions for Captain America. Um, so did John Krasinski and a few other uh, actors. And apparently Chris Evans didn't even have to audition. He actually turned down the role three times, and then Robert Downey Jr. convinced him to take the role.
2: Oh, RDJ, look at you go!
0: And he was only paid three hundred thousand dollars for this movie.
2: Wow! Wow! All right. Well, he really
0: yeah. So <laughs>
2: got paid after this. Oh yeah. All right. What's um? What's your Rotten Tomato ranking of this
0: rating? What are you? Oh, so are you? Were well, we trying to like guess it? Or yeah, we just, no, just, like, no, we're no, giving just our own words. tomato meter.
1: Yeah, your um, own tomato meter. I think I would give this like a solid eighty-three.
0: I'm gonna go a little, yeah. little above that. I'm gonna go like eighty.
2: Six. All right. I'm
0: going to go 72. And you're going to go in 70s. Ooh. Yeah, I knew it. He's a huge fan. Low everyone.
2: That's not low, though. 72 is like a, you know, you enjoy a 72. Yeah, yeah. That's not a low movie. <laughs> Do you want to go through episode the one real, real quick, just so we um, yeah, don't well, have continuity uh, issues? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Iron Man. Right. Iron Man's a solid, like, 90.
0: Yeah, I must say. I'll, I'll agree with John. 90. A real good 90.
1: Real I'm
2: gonna
1: good. go, uh, 92. Okay. Uh, Incredible Hulk. Oh, that one, th- that one's like, that's a, that's a 65 for me. Oh,
0: I'm gonna go 42. Like, I just, it was so hard to watch. It was so hard to get through.
2: I'm gonna go 53.
1: Alright, I feel like we need to kind of get our, get our rankings sorted together. Uh, Iron Man 2. So I gave 90 for the first one. I'll give eh, – like I gave 83 for Captain America. I probably like Captain mm. – actually, I don't know. Uh, I'll give it another – I'll give it 84. Wow. I'm giving this a 70. I'm going to give it an 81. <laughs> okay. And then Thor, the first one. Uh, uh It's probably like a 77 for me. 72, just above Iron Man 2.
2: 69. Thor would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone's going to write okay. you down. Um, we're never, uh, okay. never going to remember this shit. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, all right. So since we're in the Tessa rack bracket or Tessa bracket, uh, I, have, I have a question <laughs> uh, since we're transitioning to Avengers, which it plays a huge role, is how did the Tesseract – because I thought it was an Odin's trophy case, right? N- that the was for, that like, was my returner. question
2: too. How did it get
1: onto Earth? Tesseract. Yeah. And then into that tree with the the old priest guy that had like the secret the secret uh box thing. No,
0: was it the Tesseract? No, Tesseract wasn't on on uh
1: on Asgard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in Thor, the first one. They're walking through the trophy, the trophy room, or whatever, the artifact room, and you see all the things, and like, they're like, "Oh, we keep the tesseract here." They didn't say it this glibly, but like, "Like, oh, we keep the tesseract here. We have this here, whatever." Like, you know, all hmm. our great treasures. Hmm, that's very interesting. Well, how does it
2: get back to Asgard?
1: Thor brings it back at after the end of Avengers. Yeah, okay, at the okay. end of Avengers with Loki.
0: Um, yeah, I don't think it was there. I think it was always kept it was kept where they had it in the beginning of Captain America. It was in that tree and actually if you notice there's that tree of life, which is where it was like hiding, was the same like tree of life that uh Jane Foster sort of had in the Thor movie. So he was uh you gotta see the visual visuals. I wish this is not a visual media that we're doing. But um but yeah. No, so it was it was there. It was there where um where the Red Skull took it from.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: That's sort of answer your question a bit.
1: All right, let's get to Avengers. <laughs> okay, all right, let's go to Avengers. Um, all right, Anthony, do you want to give a, a background about the formation, like the comic book formation of the Avengers, and just do like a quick thing about it, about the movie, the um, summary of it? I mean, this was
0: pretty close to the original Avengers. Um, I mean, Ant-Man wasn't there, but I mean, this is as close as you can get to having all the Avengers in the movie, which is great in in selling of them off. Um, But this movie is basically um, Loki gets the Tesseract and tries to open a portal to another reach of the universe, bring over an alien army so he could take over Earth, basically doing this with the help of a new villain... Called Thanos, um, and the Avengers are basically there to, uh, stop him. So. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's good. pretty much a, a summary of the movie.
1: It's. Alright, we have a couple more, uh, I actually forgot to do this, but a couple more uh, viewer questions. Uh, which is more vital to the the actual movie Avengers? Uh, Thor introducing Loki or Cap with the Tesseract?
0: Let me get back to that. I want to read it. I know you said it, but I'm I'm am better at visuals. Um This is not a visual medium. It's visual for me to read the I question. Mean, it's visual for me to the read Tesseract the question.
2: Tesseract bracket. So I'm going Tesseract.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because that could have been um another villain they could have introduced obviously Loki was awesome. Tom Hiddleston plays that villain uh great. But it could have been another after he quote unquote died in Thor. He, there could have been another villain who just came through to help, you know, Thanos do his thing. Yeah. Um, to open up that portal. Um, it really is a tesseract because the tesseract is what, you know, they need to have that portal opened.
1: What do they mean by Cap with the tesseract?
0: Well, I, I think it just means like Cap, and because and the tesseract. Well,
2: like Captain America introduces the tesseract.
0: Well, like they um, they, they they basically okay. they dig it up basically. Or gotcha. yeah, get yeah, it yeah, from
1: the yeah. frozen. Okay, okay. So. Just seeing where they're going with that. And then, uh, what makes Avengers, the movie again, uh, work the most? Uh, finally, we have a great villain, Loki, or, uh, the heroes coming together organically post Colson, Asian Colson dying? I um, think it's the heroes coming together organically. I, I mean, so.
0: yeah, I just like, the, yeah, I like seeing all of them just yeah, like being introduced shit, like, and just come like,
2: Look, Loki is good and he's I mean, great as Loki, but it's not good enough to upstage Avengers assemble. Like
0: Well I was I was you know I was watching Avengers and I told you guys like how much I enjoyed all the banter on the um the yeah. helicarriers. Like like it's just all of them finally talking to each other. Like you see Tony Stark interacting with you know steve rogers and bruce banner it's like it's just all of that and then you know that interaction and then them coming together at the end and you know of course they had that great like you know circle shot of all of them just standing in new york city like just like ready to fucking battle like yeah, that, that great was a scene. Good like that's like and, uh, pure he's oh. not
2: even the mvp of this movie no he was good no. but
0: he's not the mvp
2: I think the MVP is Hulk. I mean, I would I would just easily put Hulk as it just he has like all the best scenes.
1: Just the, the smashing MVP? of
2: Loki, he has the yeah, funny really banter with Thor. He has the scene where he gets hulked up in the aircraft carrier. Like he's he's very important to this movie.
0: I, I think I agree he's very important, but I, I'm going to say Tony Stark is the MVP in this movie. I mean, he does save everybody by. Taking that nuke
1: or whatever, yeah, well, up into the he, he took the la- he took the last <laughs> second shot, but you don't even get to that point in the game if if Hulk's not there.
2: Yeah, and you're talk, talking about MVP of like who is the most important of saving the world in this movie. I'm talking about like who dominates the movie as a character.
0: I thought Tony Tony Stark was pretty solid in this movie. A lot of uh, a lot of good scenes, a lot of good quips talking he, to Colson, talking he's to Loki, a Kobe,
1: just high volume. <laughs>
0: I mean, he he's the one who says he loves the quips. He's the one who says we have a Hulk. I mean, that's a great line. I mean,
1: yeah, but I mean, Hulk upstation him with that's that's my secret. I'm always angry. And the, that's a good one. Better. But that's then, a good line. then Loki that tries to hit him just... with the
0: scepter to turn him into you know his little like you know worker, Um and he you know he's like hey, you know we have performance issues and blah blah blah. I was like I mean he fucking it was good. I just thought Tony right, yeah was we really get good.
1: it. He's got the quips.
0: He, I love quips. And he, he has all the quips. He has all the quips. That's my thing. That's my also, thing. Also
1: I I like he the He loves uh, dump
2: offs and fantasy season. Now he loves <laughs> quips.
0: They're called dumpers
1: and Dumpers, yeah. sorry. Um, what was I said? The <clears throat> you also you start to see the um the first kind of progression of Captain America going to like kind of questioning authority too instead of just being like the good old, yes sir, I'll do whatever you want, like I'm turning myself in <clears throat> for disobeying orders well
0: because it's a, it's a different time period you know he's he's again exactly. a man at a time uh yeah is... he
2: he he becomes like you wouldn't ex- i agree with that john you wouldn't expect him to be the the rebel of the series and he is and you would think iron man's the rebel of the series and he's more so of the let's keep everything let's like bring order to this
1: yeah um well it, captain america like uh like he's so idealistic like He'll do what's right no matter what. Where Tony's just is getting more and more jaded. Every he's con- movie, he's I think
2: Tony's more consequential, where he acts based on what he believes the consequence will be, and so it's it's just like if you go to I don't want to get like philosophical, but that's like <laughs> philosophy. Like he acts yeah. based on what he thinks the consequence will be, and. Uh, and Captain America, like you said, acts based on more of his morals, and the consequences will be determined. Like, screw the consequences. I'm always sticking to my morals, and uh, things will work out if I do it. And I think Tony Stark is more, um, well, I we have to, have to we have exact to devices yeah. for the best consequences. Well, and
0: Tony Stark sort of leads uh, Steve Rogers to that by – um Basically, you know, Tony Stark, when he's on the helicarrier, basically just puts a little thing and, like, takes over everything and finds out all the information from S.H.I.E.L.D. and blah, blah, blah. And uh, explains to Steve Rogers that, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to make all these weapons. And, like, at that point, before that, Steve Rogers didn't think that. Steve Rogers thought S.H.I.E.L.D. was, like, on the, you know, complete up and up on on his moral standards and then finds out, well, otherwise, that, like, they have their own agenda that they're not telling him about. So that yeah. that that even makes Steve Rogers go even further, like onto his moral, like you know, rebellion away from Shield.
2: I hope you know that we're gonna. Uh, I'm. We're I'm gonna make you guys pick when it comes to Civil War, mm. <laughs> whose who's side <laughs> you're on. Of course, of course.
0: I mean, that's that's obvious. You have to you have to do that. It makes sense. Um, other parts of this movie. I mean, from the from the, the beginning, I really like the beginning of this movie. Um, I like how Loki comes through just like wreck Shop. I don't like how he just takes Hawkeye and just makes Hawkeye do his his bidding cuz I really thought he was under underused in this movie. But the whole scene in all
2: movies. No, you're going to make up for it. In the
0: second movie I thought he was all right. he had a few uh decent things going on. But um um the opening scene with uh Black Widow was really great and then her yeah, going that to was a good one. Her <laughs> going to see Mark Ruffalo or Bruce Banner I should say. Uh, that whole, you know, those whole first scenes are really, really good, and just bringing them slowly together, I thought was. um I just, She's I just underrated
2: well. in this
0: series.
1: I think, I in mean, my opinion,
2: she is. Mark Ruffalo? But, yeah. No, Mark
0: Ruffalo. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson.
2: Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. I like, I like her, but I'm, I'm always into like hand-to-hand combat, mm-hmm. and she has some slick moves. Her, she always rama's people. Oh yeah,
1: I was yeah. gonna say she, she loves putting the. uh Going up on guy's shoulders and just flipping them with her thighs. Yeah, the hurricane, hurricane Rama. Hurricane around yeah. Of course, classic Rey Mysterio uh,
0: move from WWF.
1: I have a question. Who who is the guy with the blindfolds over his eyes in in the in the very beginning? Is he like a like a main character, like in the comics, or is he just like a a henchman for Thanos?
0: The, oh, he was no. He's no. He just don't don't even worry about him. <laughs> he's a nothing you what talking about the guy who, like, talks to Loki other? and everything?
2: Yeah, the Wait, other. Who's the, yeah, that's what he's called, right? The other? I honestly
0: yeah. have no idea, but he's... I I don't even know... He's if He's
2: like the middle man, right? Because, like, Loki's just, like, not big enough to be going to Thanos all the time.
0: So. Yeah, but honestly, he wasn't anything enough, because when Loki ends up killing him, like, Thanos don't fucking care. But
2: yeah, he's just a, he's just a middle man. He's because like a... Thanos is like, I don't... Have to want to have to deal with Loki every time he needs more soldiers for this thing I'm this, having him do.
0: This little bullshit thing, yeah.
1: No, it's yeah,
0: dumb. Uh,
1: let's see. Oh, uh, uh wh- oh, going back to like, why does New York always get attacked in every like alien or monster movie? I mean, it's New York City. It's you know yeah, the you most famous get, city. gets picked on. Hey, it's she the most famous, so it's the most famous city in the world. Come on. Also, and what's the estimate, estimated damage from that final fight? Like, three trillion? What, dead? No, 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 no. Like the dollar <laughs> Oh, oh dollars. With the way we know.
2: budget in this country, like, not being able to <coughs> actually plan ahead for infrastructure, we would have never recovered.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if you want to find out that, you gotta, uh, Dun the Bolt Ross, cause he had all the, uh, he told the, 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 actual people dying, uh, figures. So I'm sure he had the, uh, yeah, the figures. Got,
2: gotta call Thunderbolt wrong. I'm sure he had, I'm sure he had yeah. the
0: figures for, uh, the dollars. Um, uh, you could probably, honestly, if you go online, you could
1: probably yeah, but, find the numbers. Well,
2: like, if you go to Germany, Berlin is still, like, yeah. building some parts up from the war. So it's interesting to think New York. In, uh, in a superhero movie, what that would be like? So I guess it would it would be like having a war in your in your city.
0: I mean, very yeah, much.
2: much. You have a lot of stimulus packages.
0: Uh, what's the um, uh, a lot
2: so of? I mean, we would have we definitely have to c- come together. Congress, the president, All right. you know, Senate. Would <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would, it would be a tall task? I think we. Would not be able to. Do. Well, so what
0: you see, all right. So after the after the whole damage in um, New York City, so at the beginning of Spider-Man: Homecoming, uh, Michael Keaton's character works for. A, um, I don't know if he was working for the company or the other company that came in. I can't remember. It's been a while since the same movie. It's called Damage Control. So Damage Control is a basically what they are in the com- in the comics is a the group of people. Who clean up all the messes after all the incidents? It's like, they made a comic book series about damage control. So, the, the group that actually has to clean up all the bullshit after all the oh, massive things. So, can't
2: they just can't they just fucking decide to battle out west? <laughs> I'm just saying, but and <laughs> like damage control gets business then. Nuclear test zone.
1: You or know, like, ne- sh- like Nebraska, where there's just like fields, yeah, open exactly. fields.
2: They should have more um, of these things take place in different settings. Well, that was, that was that was Thor. Thor took place but in Logan, the small... How cool was Logan with its different settings? But Thor,
0: yeah. Thor took place in New Mexico in a small little town. That's true. It's
2: still a town.
0: But it was like barely a town. I mean, like, come on. Like, they had like one coffee shop and like, it was like barely anything. I mean, come on. Come but on.
2: There's still like buildings being smashed.
0: <laughs> well, you know, they have to be in civil- civilization somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> um, what else about uh, this movie? Um, I mean, this is the introduction to Agent Coulson, um, who wasn't initially going to have uh, a bigger part, but throughout the movie, I mean,
1: he, he was in. He was in Iron, Iron Man. And, and Iron Man, Iron, and Iron, Iron Man too.
2: Has anybody um, benefited more from dying? This is like a uh, like a semi decent musician uh, skyrocketing up the charts because they died. What Coulson? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, he wasn't even like because the the people liked him so much in the first two movies, he got a bigger part in this movie, and then of course dying you got got him onto Agents of Shield, which yeah, I mean it was great. So, I mean, I like him. I I think Clark Gregg made it played uh played him really well. All right, so a seamless uh coming back uh. <laughs> issue yeah um Nobody apparently we anything. had some uh network issues and uh hopefully that doesn't happen again but um i was clearly talking about just clark greg being uh amazing as agent colson and you know he earned himself a lot more screen time obviously with his uh
1: apparently you looking up his real name too
0: what clark greg with two g's <laughs> with two g's um <laughs> He was also on Lip Sync Battle versus Haley Atwell, which is actually a really good episode if you guys ever watched Lip Sync Battle. Uh, <laughs> look, I know a lot of weird shit. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, man.
0: Um, but yeah, so anything else about that movie? I mean, the fact that... I mean, I love Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. I just feel like he was underused. Mark Ruffalo was nice, seamless transition as Bruce Banner. No one gave a shit that it, uh, Ed Norton was not there. Nope. Um,
1: uh, I should... I like that uh, that Hawkeye actually ran out of arrows because in every movie where there's an archer, they just have an unlimited supply of arrows.
0: Are you talking about like Lord of the Rings with Legolas?
1: Well, yeah, I mean that's the most classic example <laughs> example where he just has seemingly thousands of arrows just ready to go.
0: Uh, I like the fact that Hawkeye has like multiple arrows, like. Yeah, like, like, different kinds of arrows that, like, do different things. And, like, the one that Loki caught and, like, exploded was just pretty cool. Um, but uh going back to, um, that made me think of the Hulk. And, yeah, he had some great lines. Like, I'm always angry. And then he just comes and just crushes that thing. and then His hair it. was
1: much better in this movie.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. He looked ten times better in this movie than he did in The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Uh, I think we talked about that before.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the hair was big.
0: And then at the end when he just like, Loki's like, I'm a god, and he just like, fucking just smashes him back and forth. And it was, it was great. I mean, that whole thing just would be a fan. I mean, it was just, I don't know, <clears throat> Brian, you said this movie wasn't that great for you. Maybe it's just like the comic book nerd in me, but just seeing all of them together was like, complete, like awesomeness.
2: I also had really high, let me set the scene. I had really high expectations. This was, um, I believe right at the end of the Batman trilogy, which I absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. I still had high expectations for the DC universe that was like being hinted at. Um, so still kind of a DC, like real big DC guy. Uh, that obviously all changed. Um, I'm um, like going back when we're doing this, I'm liking Marvel more for what it is in the beginning. Uh, so I do have a little higher of an opinion in Avengers than I previously did, but still, um, I still don't think it's as good as some of the best Marvel movies. When I, when I'm critical of these movies, it's because Marvel often sets a very high bar with some of its best movies. So I'm not saying like, this isn't saying I didn't enjoy Avengers, which I absolutely did. It's just saying um I'm grading it based on other Marvel movies okay. which are just amazing. I get that. There's like there's like 6 Marvel movies I'm going to rate above 90. So I like
0: So that makes sense. I just I don't know. I just like I said the comic book nerd me just when I, when I saw this movie it was just like there was nothing better at the time, you know, like just seeing it all happen. You know, like, this whole universe just come together. It was just, it was awesome. Like, you ne- I never expected to see something like this in my lifetime. Because all the comic book movies leading up to this were just, like, in their own little, like, set thing and nothing. I don't know. It's just amazing. You know, that it can all come together. But, that's just me. So, do you guys have a uh, anything else about this? Or do you want to do your Rotten Tomato score? <laughs>
1: I sure. uh, it's just rotten rat tomatoes. Well, fantasy uh, lens.
0: Fantasy lens. I'm
1: gonna go, uh, 90? I guess? I'll go 90.
0: Uh, that was why I rated, uh, Iron Man, right? 90?
1: Well, these aren't your ratings. These no, I know,
0: no, I know, that's what I rated. <laughs> I think I, cause I think I rated Iron Man almost the same. I'm, I'm gonna go 89.
2: I thought you'd have it higher.
0: No. Yeah, same. Same.
2: I'm gonna go 85.
0: Like as much as I love these things, again I'm critical, but I, I don't know. I mean, they I guess anything eighty-five or above is like. I guess I consider like. Fucking That's awesome.
2: a good movie. Yeah, eighty-five yeah. or above is a good movie. Sorry. Um, for sure. All Are you writing these down,
1: John? I am not writing. No, now. he's not. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> All right, let's now let's transition to not a good movie with Iron Man three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, we really have a bad ending here. Yeah. Um, well, that's what happened. Really,
0: yeah. uh, tell- friend Well, look. Um, you want to do the first question? You want you want to answer the question at the end, or you want to answer the question at the beginning about Pepper Potts? Beginning or end?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess well, I guess we'll just do it now since you brought it up. Okay. Uh, all right. So in the movie, Pepper Potts gets infected by this fire mouth breathing disease. Which wow, you like-
0: really didn't pay attention to this movie at all, did you?
1: Well, well, she got injected with a thing. It's more
2: of like a blue. It's it's called the
0: Extremist, uh, created by this bot, uh, botanist, uh, lady. Um, Honestly,
2: it it sounds like, uh, a really strong energy drink that, (laughs) that people would... Mountain Dew Extremist! Either a, um, Doing some extreme sports or be just going to a frat
0: party. Do you want Mountain Dew extremist lemon lime or Mountain <laughs> Extremis. Dew extremist blue raspberry? Mountain Dew
2: <laughs> extremist also sounds kinda racist. But
0: <laughs> I'm an extremist, KKK. <laughs> um but yeah. So that's what happens. So Ferro gets um, uh Guy Pierce's character, Aldrich Ald- it's Aldrich Killian. I, I keep wanting to say I keep wanting to call him Aldrich, like Aldrich Robinson. But it's Aldrin's Um, So he uh, injects her with the extremist. She gets the powers. But at the end of the movie, well, I guess it's really only the end of the movie, uh, Tony Stark basically says, I, I'm a fixer. That's what I do. I'm going to get this out of you, basically. So I'm pretty sure that's what he does. He finds a way to remove the extremist from her body because, you know, it's never talked about again. And I mean, after Iron Man Three she's not seen again until the end of Homecoming. Am I wrong? Am I wrong in that? She's not seen anything else since home So they don't really care about yeah, her. thanks. So yeah, so he just has a way to remove it from her body. And um yeah, it's not really anything worth mentioning because That's fine. It I'm matter. okay
2: with that um explanation as long as she doesn't pop up in another movie and like have powers
0: no she's I mean I am pretty sure actually she stated that this is her last movie
1: uh end game so
0: that's pretty much it don't even really worry about her robot
1: uh I was gonna say the only cool part of this movie was when like the 30 Iron Man suits showed up and we're just floating, and he was directing them. That was cool.
0: I mean, all right. So I actually, again, I've only watched this movie like two or three times, and oh,
1: two or three times too many.
0: Yeah. Well, um, this actually, this is one of the few Marvel movies I did not see in the theaters. I watched it on some bootleg DVD uh, the first time. Yeah, that
1: you gave that you gave to me.
0: Oh, I did. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, somewhere here. So I will say, the movie itself, if you don't count it as an Iron Man movie like if you don't like if you went into this and you had no idea like if you go hit in the head and you had no idea what Marvel is you have no idea what Iron Man is and you just watch this movie at face value for what it was it wasn't terrible that that's a stretch it really isn't uh, I was stretch. watching it and I'm thinking to myself this isn't an Iron Man movie Shane Black came in and was like I'm just gonna make a movie that has Iron Man in it but not an Iron Man movie. And, but and that, it's
1: the final movie of a trilogy. I get it, I get it. No, that, that in itself, obviously. Like you, can't, you can't, you can't, unless, unless you're Thor and somehow pull off, it off, it's well, very hard to do.
0: But what I'm trying to say is like, as a movie on its own, it's not terrible. As an Iron Man movie, it's awful. Like, I actually didn't hate the movie when I took myself knowing like, Trying to take myself out of it being an Iron movie. I know it sounds stupid, but
2: I had a different take. I think (laughs) seventy-five percent of the movie was great, twenty-five was absolutely awful and and sank the whole thing.
0: No, what twenty-five percent sank it?
2: Just the whole Mandarin thing.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean the Mandarin twist was was really shit, and I. When these trailers... Really shit. Like, well,
1: we can't... I can't stress how shit it was. Well, the, the problem <laughs> is... The
0: problem is... Mandarin...
1: It was very I, shit. I, I burst out laughing, like, at how shitty it was.
0: The Mandarin... All right. So, one of, if not the biggest, you know, Iron Man villains of all time. And when the trailers came out, and you see Ben Kingsley... And it says Ben Kingsley gonna be the Mandarin. And, you, you know, you see him, like, you know, the little footage they have and everything. You're like, yeah, Man. fucking A, ten rings, like... Boom, he's gonna be the Mandarin. Like, awesome. And then, man, first time you watch it and that twist hits you, and he's some fucking idiot named Trevor Slattery, wow, I was pissed. Like, that's what I obviously, like, the first time I watched it, like, I was like, fucking pissed. Like, Dude, and it is so
2: good leading up to that, especially that like infiltration scene where he's like going after him for the first time and you think like he's just going to get his ass kicked and then there's going to be another climax to the movie. Um mm-hmm. so good leading up to that. I won't I won't like deny this movie for the first 75%, but that twist is one of the worst twists I've ever seen yep. and it sinks the whole movie for me.
0: The movie all right, the twist was so bad and received so poorly. That, going back to the Marvel One Shots that I'm talking about, John, is that, are, uh, you should look for it. Like, literally after this, uh, is over, like, go to YouTube and type in Marvel One Shot Mandarin. Um yeah, we'll what? We'll no, see. I'm just saying, because it basically, it takes place with Trevor Slattery in prison, Ben Kingsley, uh, mm-hmm. and he's going, to, like, into the cell, like, and people go, like, go to talk to him, and it's basically this, like, guy who works for the Ten Rings, Saying that the the real Mandarin is like, fucking pissed and they're gonna kill him, basically, cause they're pissed off about him. So like, they were so- so basically it was received so poorly that they wanted to basically, uh, cover their asses and say that, no, this is bullshit. Start, start there- again. there is a real Mandarin out there. Like, this is all bull, like, this is just, just like, basically try to say, this is, you know, sweep it under the rug, basically. Like, that's how poorly it was received. So, like, they're trying to have man- let- the Mandarin still out there. You know?
1: Okay. I gotcha. Uh, I was, I just wasn't a fan of the, uh, of the, the voiceover throughout, throughout the movie. I didn't like that at the beginning. I didn't enjoy that. Especially, uh, especially yeah, that wasn't good. And yeah. also, I just, I, I also lost it at when the guy started blowing f- fire or whatever energy drink from his, from his <laughs> mouth. Yeah, I mean, the whole Yeah, I
0: I I don't I don't get the whole Guy Pierce extremist thing. Um like I said if... uh, he's a botanist. How are you gonna be scared of a botanist? Well he wasn't the uh, Oh whatever. The, the lady was a botanist. Um he was a I guess nerd, parapiff I don't know, he was like barely could walk until he had the extreme extremist him. But look.
2: They got too cute in this movie. That's all I could say.
1: I... They definitely tried to be too funny at points.
0: I actually didn't mind the banter between, uh, Tony Stark uh, and the kids. Of course kid. you didn't mind
1: the banter. I love You I, love the banter. I love the banter the and clips.
0: And I thought it was great. I thought he, they actually played off each other really well. Um that whole... But dull- it
2: was such a serious... Tony... Tony Stark was introduced as so serious and, uh, like so PTSD in this thing that the um story to follow was so lightweight. It was just such a weird juxtaposition. Mm. Like it mm. starts so dark and he's this is like the lowest tone he's ever been and
0: then by the end it's like completely different.
2: And yeah, and then it's just like this freaking like Guy Pierce's is like a joke of a villain, and oh, yeah. it is like a more of a joke thing going on. Yeah, no,
0: he was a terrible villain. Um, I I don't get this movie. Um, I mean, like I said, if I took myself completely out of it, though, it wasn't terrible. Like if I if I if I didn't know it was an Iron Man movie, I don't think it would have been terrible for the most part. Like, I would have probably went like eighty five percent, not terrible. Like, so if this was a James Bond movie. No, that you don't even think... for a like character. If don't, you put don't... James
2: Bond in this character, no, like no, if you
0: just put just like a no, like a nothing, like just like a like a, like a like, characters you don't even know. Like you just made this movie and it was like not anything you know. Like I, so the Rock, John's. It would have been an okay movie. Like I, don't, they were because they were. I think it was. Well, I mean, more... the Rock can make
1: anything great. So <laughs> not, not
0: Rampage.
2: That was pretty. terrible. That was terrible. That was really
0: terrible. Jumanji uh, too was, 2 was really good though. Um. In a non, yes, we've
1: all talked about our love for Jumanji.
0: In a non-Iron Man world, a non-Marvel world, this was an okay movie, in my opinion. Better, I mean, I completely hated it when I first watched it, and I turned a bit on it. Um, it's second and third watchings. Right.
2: Like, I I had my first ever hemorrhoid when I went to see this in theaters, so I am I'm already starting. I was already not in the best mood. Um, <laughs> That twist
0: just made it worse. That was the worst twist in any of these Marvel movies. I mean, are there any other twists? I don't know, but th- uh, that I can think of right now. But There's that,
2: many twists, not like full this plot was so twists, bad.
0: though. Ah, the Mandarin. I, I was so excited to see the Mandarin, finally.
2: I guess Civil War is a twist, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but not like this. Not, not like, oh, you were, uh, I guess sort of, but not like this. Not People really wanted to see the Mandarin. People didn't really want to see six other Super Soldiers. Like no one gave a shit about that. Like that was a, that was actually a good twist, in my opinion. If that's what where is he's that,
1: not fighting where he's not fighting another Iron Man, basically.
0: What? No, in Civil War, like um, I don't even want to bring it up because we're gonna talk about it. But I think it was. We'll talk about it when we get there. Um, but it was a good twist at the end of that movie. If that's the same twist we're talking about. Okay. Right. But yeah, this movie, like, whatever. Um, the only thing I have to talk about this besides that, um, is that they introduced AIM, which is a huge company in the Marvel comic book universe. Um, which was wasted, um, with Aldrich Killian. So down goes AIM. <laughs> Just something else. And I had the Mandarin twist sucked. And this is not an Iron Man movie. That was basically my my. My three things. Oh, and they wanted to kill off Happy Hogan, but they decided not to. So John Favreau lives for another day.
1: Hmm. All right. What was your ranking of it then?
0: Oh, like Rotten Tomato score or fantasy Rotten 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 Fantasy Rotten Fantasy Lens score? Can We do that? I don't know. Um, Doesn't flow at all. (laughs) It doesn't. All right. So if I gave if I gave Incredible Hulk like forty something, I got to give this. I'm gonna say fifty-seven.
2: I thought you give it higher based on what all the stuff you just said.
0: I know, but it's not. Because now I'm really annoyed. Now that I keep thinking about the Mandarin twist, it annoys me. So, what do you guys got?
2: I'll give uh, it a fifty-one. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what I gave. I forgot what I gave Hulk. You, you get a lot higher
2: so far.
0: You get a lot higher than I think. I think you gave it 60 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go fifty. <laughs> Good just, thing not, this is I,
2: all of our lows so far. It's a good thing you're not
0: writing this down because, no, my lowest was Incredible Hulk. Um uh, it's a okay. good thing you're not writing this down, John, cause, uh, I think we're gonna be all over the map when we actually come back oh, to a sure. full ranking.
2: <laughs> this is my low so far, but 51, it just gets over the 50 mark because, like, I, the first three quarters of the movie was very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. So much.
0: Man, I, I loved all of those scenes. Where Ben Kingsley Ben Ben Kingsley is like when the when the Mandarin takes over the television, I loved all of that. That was so cool. And yeah. Then, it oh, was cool. Oh,
1: man. Also, the
2: first movie I uh, saw with D.
1: Really? Ah. Wow. Yeah. Glad your relationship went better than that movie.
2: hmm.
0: <laughs> my uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what my I think my first movie I saw with Allison was uh the movie with. Like just friends <laughs> with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Kevin Klein yeah. and Amy Smart, I think, which sort of sent mixed signals. Like, Anna was Faris. It... Was it Anna Faris? I thought it was Amy Smart.
2: Yeah, was one of you trying to tell the other something while you were in this movie? I guess it
0: was me because I was the one who suggested it. Yeah, see it's, movie. it's
1: definitely Anna Faris.
0: So, but
2: you yeah, like Anna, Anna Faris and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Anna
1: Faris please, the the dumb. Oh no, wait. And
2: both in it. Amy Smart is, the, ah, is nice. the Yeah, Anna Faris is the crazy one. Amy yeah. Amy Smart is the uh, childhood sweetheart.
0: Yeah. So he was with Anna Faris, and he wanted to be with Amy Smart. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's go on to the last one. <laughs> just friends, okay. everybody. The plot movie for by uh, just I enjoyed yeah, it. I like that one a lot. Um. All right.
1: Thor: The Dark World. I have a lot of notes uh, for this. Okay. All right. <laughs> of course, Andy, you yeah. want to... What, what what are the dark elves like? What what's their deal? Their history? Well, they
0: they they're one of the nine realms. Uh, Malekith. Um, God, this is so terrible. Um, all right. Why so, did
1: like half of the nine realms want to destroy the entire realm?
0: They wa- They just want it to be dark. They want. They they live in a dark <laughs> world. They, no no. They live in a.
1: That that li- turn those lights no, off, they no, they want to turn lights off. So like, so their their of their off? their realm, are energy, energy conscious elves. Next,
0: I believe they filmed uh, all the scenes on the uh, dark elves' world or realm, I should say. I believe they were filmed in Iceland, make it look like, like the volcanic and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they live in like that kind of. That's where they. That's like the kind of like realm they live in. So they like, they want the rest of the realms to be like that. So that that's that's the goal of Malekith, is to. Take the ether, all power, and make spread darkness throughout the nine realms like that. So this takes place post um, Avengers, obviously, um, and that is caused co- that has caused uh, chaos throughout the nine realms. And so Thor is going throughout the realms trying to you know, and the Asgardians trying to fix and you know keep everything in peaceful terms. And once they finally sure. do that. Um, then they're fine, but of course the convergence is coming. And that whole beginning part of the movie, where they they, they do the fucking, you know, they they tell you the whole story of the 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 dark elves and the convergence and the ether, yeah. blah 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 blah. That was like like after they they filmed the entire movie, they had to go and redo. They had to do that. And most of that was CGI because they they had like it was like people need to know what the fuck is going on. So. That was post-shooting. They did all that just so you knew that this Malekith is a dark elf. Do the convergence the last time he tried to make all the realms dark with the ether, and then he had taken away. Like they had to do like all this like exposition just so people well, would yeah, know what the fuck they, is going they didn't on.
1: Explain anything else? Yeah, because people would have um, no idea what
0: the fuck is going on if they didn't do any of that. And it was terrible. It was it was so it was so boring. I hate that I actually I cannot stand this movie. It was such really? shit. Yeah, it was so bad. I and I and, and so and yet I have so many like stupid notes for it. Um I fell asleep the last time I watched it, um, by the way, which is Sunday. After I watched Iron Man Three and I was like, Yeah, it's not that bad and then I watched back to back Thor Thor the Dark World and I just fell asleep about like an hour in. Fucking terrible. It's such a terrible movie. But yeah, go, I, I I'll talk about more things. But go ahead, say some some stuff. <laughs> All right,
2: I, my I just first. Can't... Sorry, go on. You man. go you, now. You go. You go. Nah, I'll just make it quick. Then I I just can't believe the character turned around for Thor because uh, I thought Thor was pretty much a dead character after this movie. Like I thought that like he'd be fine in the Avengers, but he would never be good outside of a group again.
0: I agreed. I agreed. I I didn't think after it. I thought like he was like when they uh, when they teased Ragnarok. In uh, Age of Ultron, I thought it was going to be like another like dark, you know, sinister movie. I did not think it was going to be a fun romp the way it was. And...
2: Fun romp, like it, and yeah, that's what it was, right?
0: Wasn't it like a fun romp with uh, him yeah. and Ruffalo? Perfect uh, way to explain it. Like I'd never expected that after Age of Ultron. So yeah, after this movie, I was just it was so it was such a
1: bad movie. Like... I I mean the the, the ending like forty five minutes wasn't great. Oh. Or, like, yeah, the ending, like, half hour to 40 minutes. I it was dragged. Wasn't very... this movie, it, yeah.
0: it was the shortest Marvel movie, I think,
1: yeah, on one like, of. I think it was 115 minutes.
0: Like, it was, it was, it was so garbage. It just felt so long. It just never ended. It was so
1: bad. Alright. My question is, uh, who rebuilt the Rainbow Bridge? Are there contractors in Asgard? Did they get paid? Like you win the magic? you, and, you is is the, the government strategy? and the politics of Asgard.
0: You love together. it. Yeah, John um,
2: wants to know the inner workings of all these um,
0: things. All right, so when this, all right, so I quick... mean,
1: they have like a they have like a anti they have anti aircraft guns and a golden dome that got smashed and everything. All right,
0: so well, so quickly if you look uh, if you look you know when um the first dark elf ship is coming through and you see Heimdall running chasing Asgard and jumping at it. Yeah. Um. Bad-ass, if you, if you see way. really quickly. You'll actually see the um the fix in the Rainbow Bridge uh where Thor fucking hammered the fuck out of it in uh the first Thor. So I don't know who fixed it, but you actually could see the uh hmm. sort of the yeah, it's quick. But you have to look for it.
2: It's a patch job. They just did yeah. more of a uh a cold patch than a <laughs>
0: full on pave. They do some like quick yeah, quick cement and they just fucking winter pothole fix. Um But I uh do you have any I and I have some stu- I have really stupid things. About this, if you guys are interested.
1: Guys are okay. Interested? Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was say I like I like their grenades. Their grenades are pretty cool. That just like put people into a black hole. Oh yeah, those are pretty sweet.
0: Yeah.
1: Those are, those are pretty.
2: Yeah, sweet. I like that.
0: There's actually a take on that I guess in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that uh Peter Quill uses when he throws it and like sucks everyone in together. Like it doesn't like suck them into like a fucking black hole, but like just pulls them like it's a gravity bomb basically. I like that um okay it's kind of like you ever play um twisted metal yeah of course
2: so it's like the um disco kids special
0: wait which or, wait, wait, which twisted metal are we talking about here
2: uh the first uh two and three i think definitely three definitely not two well then then definitely three um he <laughs> shoots his special is like uh he shoots out this like Kind of like a swirling, warpy black hole, and it sucks everybody in. Hmm. And then you kind of get damage taken away when you're going around it. And if you ki- like, you could turbo out of it, but if if you're out of turbo, you can't get out of it. In the end, it explodes. It's not like the most like destructive uh, finisher or special. I remember it's three special. That much. I remember that it, one. It's like that. It's like a gravity bomb. Interesting.
0: I remember Twister from two. Especially with a tornado, and it would spin. And if you came near it, it would suck you around the tornado. And the more, yes, like, it would like that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, like it was one. pretty much the like the cool, like they try to be hip, reimagined version of Twister,
0: What's and that? two. Ah, I get it. It
2: was just a, it was the same character, different look.
0: Different, okay. I get it. I get what you're saying. Here you're throwing it down. Um. Okay. So if you guys want, I'll throw some stupid things about Thor two that I. Some reason decided to write down.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Um, it was directed by Alan Taylor, not Kenneth Branagh, who did the first one, which I liked more, um, because he had time restraints. He didn't want they were forcing him to put it out at a certain time. He didn't want to do it. Uh, Mads Mickelson was the first choice for Malekith. instead of interesting. Yeah, he could not do it because he was filming Hannibal at the time.
2: Oh, I love that show.
0: Um, so the, uh that rock creature that Thor kills early on, that big one that he just fucking throws. Like yeah. that um, that's the same race of rock people as Korg from Ragnarok.
1: Cool. I was I actually that. wondering that too.
0: Um,
2: I'm also glad Mads didn't do this because I really enjoyed him in um, Doctor Strange in Cumberbatch's.
0: Yeah, he was pretty good. Story. He was pretty good in that movie. I liked him, Doctor Strange. Although yeah. I would like to see more of him because Mads Mikkelsen's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ether is the Reality Stone. Uh although it seems nothing uh, okay. like the reality stone in this movie. But um yeah, that's what it ends up
1: being. Uh well there's a couple times where like Natalie Portman had visions or something like that and it seemed like she was seeing a possible future.
0: Hmm. I guess so. But I mean the way way the way Thanos uses it in Infinity War seems nothing the way like, you know, like it was working in this movie. But yeah, you know, again, of course. They didn't know what they were, like, fully doing. So, of course, there's going to be errors and things along the way, but...
1: Yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, as you alluded to before when we were uh, talking through text, um, Loki's death was supposed to be permanent. Um, but they had test audiences watch the movie, and they did not like it. So, they decided to change it in reshoots to make sure that he would not be
1: dead permanently. So Loki, Loki's one-third cat. He has three lives. Yeah, he has three lives.
2: For sure, and I like it that way. And you know, God of Mischief, so he's allowed to
0: do this. I mean, I I enjoyed the scene where, uh, he, it was like, he was acting like he was changing in the characters and then like Captain America was there and like, you know, doing all of that and everything. Yeah. Like, I thought like that was, that that's really fun. Like, I don't know, he, Tom Hiddleston just fucking knocked it out the park. By the way, he, he, uh, also, I, was, he, I was gonna say he, he, um, he tried out for Thor in the original Thor movie, but didn't get it.
2: That uh, would have mm-hmm. be good. He is really good. Are you, a, are you a little concerned, well, not too concerned, but a little concerned that the two best, v- the three best villains in Marvel are all, all can be looked at as anti-heroes from some sects of people, some population of people can look at Killmonger, uh,
0: not Thanos. Um, Loki
2: Thanos. and Thanos as like people who Look, I could see their point. There's always those, I could see their point, people, especially with Killmonger and Thanos.
0: Anyone could I guess see,
2: Loki kind of turns into kind of an anti-hero. If anyone could
0: see Thanos' point, then, terrible. then they're a terrible villain. Then, then they're a villain. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. But you did get those people. Same thing but, with Killmonger. Of course. If if anybody could see Killmonger's person, point, then that's a, a villain too. Like he wanted to like start a war and kind of genocide some people i understand (laughs) i
0: I understand him being upset because of what happened like to his dad i get that but yeah now when he was like yeah just send our technology to fucking terrible people like that obviously yeah and you're like "Eh, that's not uh that's just just straight being a piece of shit (laughs) but there are
2: but you you've heard the like you've you read the people that are i've heard more killmonger than thanos I've heard it more with Killmonger, yes. Um, but there are some like think piece articles that like maybe Thanos has a point. It's like no, <laughs> he, like, <laughs> he's exterminating half the population. Just what are you talking about?
0: Give more course, resources. Thanos is
2: really a sympathetic character? No,
0: you give more resources. If you have the ability to take away half the people, you have the ability to add all the resources needed for the people that exist.
1: I mean, if we really want to get technical, Earth has like the ability ability to support like twice as many people as we have on right now. No, but if you have, there's so much waste going. But on. if
0: you have the ability to snap a half of the of the population out of existence, then you have the ability to provide resources for yeah. all that population. Like D- he's just snap seeing another it. Universe. He's just seeing it. From oh, his villainous way, he, that, that's, yeah. He, why
2: can't he double snap into half a universe and transport some of the people onto that new universe? Ex- exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, of course, anyone who sees Thanos decides an idiot. But we'll get to that, of course, in Infinity War. Uh, also,
1: like, well, uh, looking, impersonating <coughs> Odin at the end, I I liked a lot, which oh, is
0: like, which is good because that leads into Ragnarok, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, um the final scene. Who, I was gonna say, all right, I, mean, I, got, I got two and then you can go. You, you go. you go. Uh, the final scene where Thor is kissing, uh, Jane Foster, uh, yeah. that's actually not, that's actually not Natalie Portman. That's his wife. Natalie Portman didn't want to be there for any of the reshoots. She was actually, a lot of issues happened after Patty Jenkins, who was supposed to be the, uh, uh, director, uh, dropped out because of financial, whatever, uh, not financial, but like, issues. Um, she was pissed <laughs> off, so she wouldn't do any reshoots. So that last scene where he's kissing his wife, uh, or where he's kissing Jane Force, uh, Portman, is his wife, which is pretty cool. Um, and they the mid- probably
2: should have stuck with Patty Jenkins.
0: Probably should have. I agree. Um, did a decent, did a pretty good job on Wonder Woman. Uh, and the mid-credits scene, which where they go take the ether to the collector, that was, yes. that whole scene was uh, actually directed by James Gunn. Just. Interesting. Little easter egg.
2: That's
0: pretty cool. Random shit. Like I said, way too much of bullshit um, in a movie I don't care about.
2: The Loki... Yes, the the, the Loki uh, disguising himself, setting up Ragnarok is also, I think, a really cool opening in ragnarok oh my like god i think the i whole, think it's a funny little scene of that. the whole matt damon sam neill like doing the a.
0: the scene oh my god it was That's that was so know, great like,
2: you start you go into rag like you're you're going into ragnarok and you're very very skeptical but you're hearing really good reviews and the preview is really cool like the trailer for ragnarok was awesome and yes. you're healing hearing good reviews but you're still kind of skeptical and then that scene happens and you're like Alright, I like the feel of this one.
0: I was I was spoiled to the fact that Matt Damon was in the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is Matt Damon doing in this movie? And then that scene happens, and I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. And then Sam Neill comes out as Odin, and I'm like, this is even better! I'm like, it, it just gets fucking better. Uh, it was just, it was such a great scene. I, I mean, that was so awesome. Again, guess um, I guess it hadn't fucking Ragnarok. You want to know that stupid, <laughs> stupid note of Thor 2? Thor I'm not even talking about this yeah, movie. Go for it. Um so Zachary Levi, uh, plays, uh, one of the, the Warriors 3 in this movie. Whatever his name is. We have the sword. Um, in the first Thor, it wasn't Zachary Levi, it was another actor. Um, before Thor filmed, the director wanted Zachary Levi, but he wasn't available because he was doing Chuck, so they picked the second guy. In Thor 2, the second guy wasn't available due to a TV show he was doing, so they got Zachary Levi. Just... Random bullshit. So, <laughs> <laughs> in case you guys want to. And that was actually if I was playing uh, Sh- uh, Captain Marvel or Shazam in an upcoming DC movie. So,
1: hmm. yeah. All right. I'm full of uh, random who bullshit. Who is the intern supposed to be?
0: You mean Kat Dennings?
1: No, the, the, her the, intern. I mean, nobody. Why, Why is he super strong? What do you mean? He, like, lifted up and threw a car.
0: That's probably because of the convergence, right, John? <laughs> no matter how much you rehearsed it, it's, you
2: still like
1: it. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, you, you, just, you just came in like, oh, that's probably why. It's so but, seamless. It's so seamless. <laughs> um, uh, right. Also, my <laughs> last thing about this is just that Viking funerals are the coolest. Oh, oh for, yeah.
0: for poor Rene Russo, who had to, uh of course, you know.
2: It was a cool it Where was, yeah. are
0: they legal? Viking funerals.
2: Because all right, so Mi- I looked into this one. Mi- Minnesota. So like Viking funerals are so cool. How much money do you have to have <laughs> to have one? And it's like no amount because I think
0: you just you
1: need fire just, and
2: sticks. You can't just like sail out a dead part. Like it's like legally you're not supposed to. Yeah. But I think there are places where you like controlled areas, like uh little ponds. Where you can do it. I mean,
0: because it's funny, because like Al's and John's dad want that, and so does my dad, which is pretty strange. They both want it. I mean, I think me everybody wants it. Just throw me in a dumpster.
1: I don't care. Yeah, that's what I said. Just like on yeah, this, bury like, me a, in the backyard. Like, I don't even care. Like in like an alleyway. I don't care. Whatever. If I have a dog, put me next to a dog. My dog. Whatever. Yeah, e- that would be, whatever's, I would
0: like that. Whatever is easiest for the person. Yeah. Right? <laughs> don't spend
1: tens of thousands of dollars. Like whatever's easiest for you. Just you know. Whatever. <laughs> dealer's choice. <laughs> uh, Spin a wheel. Spin a wheel and whatever option comes up, do that.
0: Um, so anything else about this movie? I mean, it was No, we spent so oh, much more time. Wait, on this the movie last then. thing I had is uh the chalkboard. Oh my god. So, Stop saying yeah.
2: anything else if you have something else.
0: <laughs> Eric Selvig had a chalkboard written with a bunch of stuff on it. And also I, a shitty character. If you, Eric so Selvig so
2: glad he's done.
0: Eric Selvig. I feel
1: like he he should have Stopped after Avengers.
0: I mean, he was completely made up for these movies too. So he's not even a comic book character. Good, he's. Um, but the chalkboard man. that he was writing on actually had a lot of things about comic little Easter eggs. Um, I was gonna write them all down, but I'm like, I already did enough on Thor, and this is worthless. So, just if you if you if you are interested, look at the chalkboard, and you could like look up a bunch of different things, and like it just talks about like random stuff from our Marvel comics. Yep. So. Yeah, just, that's, that's it. I, I would I'm done with that movie. Alright,
2: <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes or
1: anything. Uh, I'm gonna go, what did I put for Iron Man 3? 50? I'm gonna <laughs> go! But you didn't
0: write it down, John. Yeah, I'm sure to remember.
1: Uh, I'll go to like 60. Oh,
0: wow. I'm doing like 40, I, I think, I think I did low 40s for, uh, Incredible Hulk, So I'm gonna do high 40s. I'm gonna think, I'm gonna say 48.
2: I'm gonna go forty flat. This is gonna be my low water mark. No, it's not gonna be my low water mark. It's good uh, I'll Oh
0: wow. We'll get to well, we're getting there. Ooh, yeesh, yeesh.
2: I'm going forty flat. Yeah, Do you know what this actually got? Uh Let's
1: seventy. Uh, find out.
0: Sixty
2: six oh, and a seventy six on audience. These movies huh. all get Way graded on
1: a scale.
0: I was actually reading an article about it, and someone was like, "Yeah, this is, these are all the reasons why I like this one better than the first Thor." And I was like, "What?" I'm like, the first Thor was oh, yeah. not good at all. Like, I mean, it was okay. Like, I I sort of enjoyed it, but like this, I I can't watch it. It's it's so just,
2: bad. Just because I have rotten tomatoes up right now, and on the left of my screen is Bohemian Rhapsody, the Oscar nominee Bohemian Rhapsody got a 61, five <laughs> points lower than Thor: The Dark World. I'm sorry, Bohemian Rhapsody. Maybe not heavy on the story. Awesome music, awesome performance by Rami Malek. These Marvel movies really get great. You have understand that Rotten Harvest. Tomatoes is
0: also that that also makes you understand why Rotten Tomatoes cannot be trusted when it comes to.
2: It can't be trusted when you compare movie to movie. Yeah, you have to do movie to genre. So Oscar nominated things are gonna like Oscar-y type movies are gonna get graded heavier. Horrors are always gonna get great at worse unless it's a new like a new concept, then mm. they're just gonna overgrade it. Yeah. Uh actions are gonna all be around sixties, like actions are always in the sixties. Um comedies <laughs> are gonna be like anything from twenty to seventy is gonna suck. Seventy hires is great, and twenty lower is great. <laughs> you want that like really low comedy score? So you really so, so
0: you're really gonna look forward to that Holmes and Watson movie, aren't you? <laughs> Probably. Because
2: I really loved Land of the Lost. Oh yeah. there you go. So you like that. Seven.
0: Um yeah. Like I
2: Jack seven. and Jill got like a like blended like some of those really bad Adam Sandler movies that yes are very bad and deserve a bad score. But like if if you were to just watch them and like you had a little buzz going and you're in the right mood. And you just laugh uh, at all Jack, corny jokes? Is, Jack and Jill
1: is Jack and Jill's impossible to get through
2: yeah, yeah that's really
1: good yeah, it, oh, it's definitely. impossible to get yeah. through like i I tried a couple times why a
0: couple times that's that's the problem <laughs> you tried a couple times to go through it like <laughs> after one you gotta stop eh, I don't know
1: about that <laughs> the uh what was the other one where he had the the kid as a teenager oh with Annie Sandberg that oh that's my movie? boy that, that that movie go man. is fucking Bonkers. It has, <laughs> it has the, bonkers, in a good it has way or craziest, a bad way. It has the craziest ending of any movie I've ever seen. Like, you thought the 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 fucking Mandarin um twist. plot twist was crazy. This one is is even dumber and worse. And really crazy. It's
2: kind of Little Nicky in an alternate universe. Oh god,
0: oh Little Nicky. I think, oh man,
2: Little Nicky was good just for the. So just because every time I have a flask now, all I want to say is get in the flask. It's such a bad. <laughs> it's
0: such a bad movie.
2: It's not that bad. Oh, it's so
0: terrible. I'm sorry, it was so terrible.
1: Um, <laughs> get in the
2: flask. <laughs> I can't,
0: do it. I can't <laughs> do it.
1: Maybe we should do uh, Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, like
0: at some point we got, might as well. Um, yeah. So,
2: Next off season.
0: So throw a throw, throw a Dark World. Um, very. Is
2: Grown Ups like the Adam Sandler Avengers? I guess, yeah, I guess pretty much. so. has
1: got David Spade, Chris Rock. I guess so. Uh, and Grown Ups, 2, Ups, was Ups. Ter- and and Grow Up 2 was really
0: terrible, yeah. so I guess it was Avengers 2, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Now they just have to have Avengers <laughs> 3 and gr- then make gr- it a half movie and then an endgame. I mean uh, Grown Ups gr- 3.
0: Grown Ups Endgame? <laughs> Grown Ups Endgame. <laughs> Kevin James dies or something like that. Um, this movie is terrible. Thor: Two Do- 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 was terrible. Um, and I, I, yeah, I, the fact that I have so many notes on it is ridiculous.
2: So yeah. next- the strongest comeback player of the year candidate in the history of comeback players in the year, though. When we move oh, on sure. to Ragnarok.
0: Oh, absolutely. And but for next sure. episode is solid with Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, so that is a solid a
2: two-parter, because they both deserve a lot of credit.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of notes on both of these. So uh, get settled in. <laughs> so, okay. I'm, just saying. I'm uh the, At least as many notes as you have for Thor. <laughs> Maybe half, because <laughs> I have way too many notes on Thor. Yeah, hopefully
2: there's no chalkboards in any of these movies.
0: Uh, there'll be a chalkboard. Don't worry about it. Uh, there'll be my, my chalkboard with so many terrible notes. Um, so many quips. Oh, so many quips. Oh, oh, Guardians, of the, Guardians of the Galaxy has so many quips. So much good banter. Oh my god. Just so yeah. mm-hmm. get, get ready for it.
2: Hey, it's pretty much just a movie of a quips. Exactly. It's all
0: quips. Yeah, um, yeah so that's going to be next week. Um, If you have any questions for those two movies going uh, forward, uh, hopefully we answered all the uh, questions that we got this time. And uh, well enough to your liking, and uh, ask us questions for Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy coming up next week. Um, uh, as normal, you can find us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, uh, fantasy lens at gmail.com I just you know rate subscribe the podcast always helps. Asking us questions on Twitter is the best way to get in contact with us. And basically, just if you if you search for fantasy lens, where the podcast, not the the contact lenses <laughs> that you find. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for this week and uh, we will be back next week for a part three of seven-part Marvel Cinematic Universe episodes. Peace. See ya.